Hey, it's your girl Breezy and welcome back to Fake It to Fluency, essentially the cheat code to language learning. Now last week was a mess, a whole hot mess, but if you're back again, then that means it wasn't a disaster and that makes me so happy. So last week, I'm pretty sure I asked you guys to try and figure out what your particular learning styles are and if you did not that's cool because I never do my homework or anything on time anyways so it's cool it's completely normal fine for me and if you're like me that's why you're listening to this podcast or you just want to learn a language but anyways so let's get into it um I want to get into those seven major styles and I'm not going to go deep deep into it because they're kind of like self-explanatory so we have verbal logical kinesthetic visual musical interpersonal intrapersonal and honestly I feel like when I go through these things I feel like I clearly am multifaceted and all of like I I find my groove which in in each and every one um and some people may not have a full balance so it's just like find what works for you and make it happen like for me the musical aspect let's 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 take a look at musical so um For example, do you remember names, not faces? Talk to yourself often and make up songs to help remember information. You might be a musical learner. I feel like I sing my way through life, even if it's off key. (laughs) So if you know me, then you already you already know. Um, Musical or. Learners prefer learning with sound and music. Hearing information is the best way for this type of learner to retain it. So their strengths are musical ability, um, probably extroverted. And sometimes that's not always the case. Um, These like things aren't always accurate. Nothing. There's never going to be something that fits the definition for everybody like I just want you to remember that everybody has their own special way of learning. So I don't want you to get like too deep into the types of learners, but we're just going to just dissect this one. Um, so you can kind of see how to make the different ways work for you. Pick and choose what you like, what you don't like, you know? And so the weaknesses, difficulty concentrating in noisy environments, Reading long sections of text. That is me to a T. I get bored so quick. If I'm like uh, surrounded by people, I cannot focus. I can like nothing is about to get done. So this is why I think the music played a huge, this is why I know music played a huge role for me while learning Spanish um
So, in this way, I was able to retain information a whole lot better because you're just like listening to it. The beat is soothing. And essentially what I did, it took a while because it's just like sometimes when you think like music in Spanish, there's a huge Latin crossover now um, that's that it's just gone mainstream and I was a, I started listening to it before that wave really hit because we kind of knew about the reggaeton, but it wasn't like as big and popular like the urban trap and like these pop crossover. Like we, they, it wasn't where it is now, and it's an amazing thing. I'm just glad that we are becoming more diverse. And I'm just like, haha! I was there before the wave hit. I started the wave, but nobody really knows who I am, so whatever. Anyways, that was a huge, a huge, huge, huge thing for me. But that was not the only thing. I'm sure that if I sat and listened to music and read lyrics every single day, sure, something may come of it, but you still have to put other things into work. So... I just want you to be mindful when you're figuring out your learning style and all this other stuff because there's definitely so many different layers to it all especially when language learning you just need you need it all you need everything that you specifically need so I said I wasn't going to go into too many of them but um Let's go into interpersonal. Do you thrive in group settings and learn from peers and learning from peers? Do people often come to you for advice? You might be an interpersonal learner. Now, I won't necessarily say that people come to me for advice. Now, some people do if they're crazy enough and I don't even want to sell myself short. So, yeah, I would, according to this, I would say... Sure, I'm an interpersonal learner. So let's, um, the definition that they have, interpersonal or social learners prefer learning in groups or classes. They are highly communicative and enjoy interacting and discussing subjects with others. I only like to do this at school or like, I, I, I don't want to say that I'm completely, um, extroverted but there's just like a time and a place and that's not how I always am so it's great to be in the number amongst people socializing so let's get into the strengths encouraging and um encouraging and supportive of others leadership qualities the weaknesses are difficulty working independently maintaining concentration during study time Ooh. The second weakness, maintaining concentration. Sometimes it can be so hard. And I don't want to say I necessarily struggle working independently. Now, I don't feel like these learning styles are specifically, they're not that I'm reading from. It's not specifically geared towards language learning. Um, But I think it's still gives you an idea of how you can flip it and make it work for you. So 
me personally, I love, you know, being supportive and encouraging others. And I do feel like I have certain leadership qualities. And because of that, I feel like that drives me to want to be able to communicate and speak in another language amongst other peoples. And so that right there, being in group settings, being able to talk and discuss things um, with people who have the same common goals or with people in that language um, so you can grow. So being a little bit more sociable in that in that sense. Because if you look at the opposite, the interpersonal, do you get completely absorbed in tasks, enjoy spending time alone, and display a high degree of self-motivation? You might be an interpersonal learner. Interpersonal or solitary learners are introspective and independent. They usually retreat to a quiet, quiet, solitary place for study and are often introverted. Their strengths are concentration and focus and planning, weaknesses, public speaking, asking for help when faced with a a difficult problem. Now, at like if you as you're listening, you may be finding your strengths in different in each learning style and you might hear a few of your weaknesses in each learning style. So that's why that's why I'm I didn't think that I was going to go through and read all of these because you guys should have did your homework. But sometimes I like being alone, working alone. I thrive alone. And sometimes I get these little bursts where I'm like completely just like cranking it out, doing so much stuff alone, alone, alone. But then I get those times where... I need to be around people. I need to be talking. I need to be socializing. So it's all about that balance. But when you're in those different modes, you need to figure out how you can continue to be um, to work on your craft, which is essentially like studying, learning a language, because there could be times where you're in it in in one zone where you're so productive learning in that one way and then you fall off. You go into another way that you are, like another part of yourself. And while you're in that other part of yourself, you just kind of ditch the whole language thing because you don't feel like sitting reading every single night. You might just want to watch TV. Okay, well, why aren't you watching TV in a different language? Or you just want to chill out and listen to music. Well, why aren't you listening to music? Because you just want to hear a sound. Why aren't you listening to music in your target language? You have to be able to continue to make adjustments to your everyday life because honestly like um when you're learning a language it's almost like a like you're creating an alternate lifestyle alternate like I don't want to say personality but identity like I feel like when I'm like speaking in Spanish like I'm a whole new person like I just (laughs) have this whole character um so hopefully I didn't this made sense but if not I'm so sorry okay let's do one more let's do one more one more one more kinesthetic do you gesticulate 
what with your hands when talking i never knew the <laughs> i never i don't even think i've ever seen that word but i i assume that they're saying like gesticulate means to use hand gestures and i never even knew that word and i'm about to go get sidetracked right now but hopefully i bring it back in we learn new words um all the time we should be learning a new word every day i don't think that i am but um i don't i don't 100 percent know <laughs> i don't 100 percent know english at all so i think we get so wrapped up in wanting to know how to speak in a certain language and be so efficient but that's it's it's never ending it's a never ending thing people stop using certain words and they start using them again it's a definitely um it's it's definitely an interesting journey so that's why it's fake it to fluency because we're literally just faking our way like that's how i feel about life i'm faking my way to life like literally just faking it <laughs> until you make it because you never you don't know until you know and sometimes it takes longer for you to know so fake it fluency is all about building that foundation of just being able to have the conversations that you need to have it's not to make you like some like intellectual like yes i can fluently speak three different languages no it's just so that you can efficiently speak multiple languages so that you can communicate with others and understand others and open up your world to so many different things that you didn't know that was there because you were limiting yourself by not learning other languages and it's not that you didn't want to per se but the way that we've been taught the traditional way is not effective for everybody it's there's so many so many little problems in that so anyways going back um so you love talking with your hands love sports and dislike sedentary activities i do not know why i said that so funny oh anyways yeah might be a kinesthetic learner kinesthetic or physical learners use their bodies in the learning process they learn by doing new subjects are best understood when kinesthetic learners is actively engaged so strengths athletic quick reactions weaknesses difficulty with concentration and focus during activities where they have to sit still also another weakness may be spelling um oh my gosh um the reason why i use this website by the way this i'm on it's like online bachelor's degree and I guess it's probably like for people trying to figure out what job they would be good at. Um, so for kinesthetic, let me go back to kinesthetic. So I said I had this moment because I was only reading the strengths and weaknesses because I felt like that was the only thing Um that was you know important in the moment to point out but they also offer the best study techniques 
And so for kinesthetic, it's like hands-on activities if possible, use case studies or real-life examples to help conceptualize information. Um, Let's go back to... We did a lot already. We might as well do all seven, honestly. So let's go back to musical best study techniques, reciting notes aloud, creating rhymes as memorization tools. And I remember reading that and not thinking it was too, too important um, to discuss because I wouldn't be reciting notes aloud um, and create and I don't create rhymes as memorizational tools, but sometimes other people do. Um, but I there's already songs and stuff and music out there. So it's just like what may work for me may not 100% work for you. And I, that's why I didn't say it. But that could work great for you. And you could be able to relate that in whatever way that you do what you do to make that work for you. Um, interpersonal best study techniques, create or join study groups, um, role play situations, Interpersonal independent study document study habits to determine to determine what works best for you. And I think that's a key technique that we all should be doing while we're um, going through this process of learning a new language, because then you're able to say, OK, so this worked. This helped me. I, I feel like I so to track your growth, because I feel like I never tracked my growth it was just like one day I woke up and things clicked um because for the longest time when because people are like oh are you finished with Spanish and it's just like first of all you're never really finished and there's so much learning that I have yet to do um but it finally clicked to the point where I, if things just one day, everything just made sense. And through this journey, I'm going to share with you how I got to this point. And yes, I put a lot of work in, but also I put work in. It could have been so much easier. And because now I know what I know now, I want to share everything I know so that I can save people the money and the headache and the trouble Because literally one day I just woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, like this makes sense. So um, I talked, I feel like I talked a little bit about immersion and about how you should change everything that you do to the adjustment. So I was watching TV in Spanish for the longest time. Um, Shoot. It's 2020 now. So I really started kind of being serious about Spanish back in 2016 that's when I started watching it on Netflix uh different shows and stuff and I knew I saw a YouTube video and they're like take the subtitle switch it to Spanish or your target language and I never did I never took that leap it took me forever and I really should and like even when I would have the Spanish subtitles on for the longest I would be watching the show translating the stuff back into English for me to understand and sometimes I would have to pause and go back because I'm like what is going on but I couldn't help myself like I couldn't stop it like it was just like a bad habit like biting my nails or something I just could not stop it and then one day I was able just to like just watch the show 
Um, and even honestly, it was better for me um, once I just took the subtitles off and just watched the show. I think the subtitles also helped with my, um, I feel like I retained it uh, with my reading. <laughs> it definitely strengthened my reading as well. Um, but in order just to sit and enjoy a show, I just have to watch it. And sometimes you the thing about it is is um you have to when you're watching these shows you have to pay attention like you can't be sitting texting because you miss so much so even what you what you don't understand you may be able to pick up through watching the show and the repetitiveness but if you're like distracted doing whatever like on your phone you can't necessarily do that like you're still getting that exposure um as far as listening but you you want to focus you really want to focus and then yeah so one day I just woke up and it made sense I remember I've even had it was so crazy I would have dreams sometimes like if I fall asleep with the tv on you know like sometimes the tv goes into your dreams I would have like dreams in Spanish and it was so crazy because I'm like, first of all, how am I dreaming in Spanish? And like, I could like understand them, but I was still speaking like English in my <laughs> dreams, even though like the people around me were speaking Spanish. And I'm just like, somewhere in my brain, this is working. And even, I don't know if this is true and I wanted to test it out. I really want to test it out, but I don't really have the time to test it out because first of all, I don't want my brain to go cuckoo crazy. So maybe if I like, I, I would listen to recordings and listen to Spanish in my sleep as well. Like the little things, the little videos they have on YouTube. Um, and I wanted to do this for Mandarin. And you know what? I think that's what I'm going to start back doing because the languages are so different because I don't want to do like French or Italian or something like that and it just kind of like blend in with my Spanish somehow and I'll just start making up words I don't want that so I think I'm gonna start back listening to my Mandarin like every night when I go to sleep and seeing if that helps because I don't know if that really helps but I also know that some you still can like hear things in your dreams I definitely need to go back and fact check that but I'm interested to see if it helps at all since I've been <sighs> yeah I even thought about yeah either I think I'll do Mandarin I think I'll do Mandarin in my sleep I feel like they do probably have stuff for like either Arabic or Farsi but I think I'll be able to find more information on Mandarin so I've really said a lot and I hope that this little tidbit was useful. I don't want to make the episodes too long because I just want you to take away little nuggets from piece to piece so we still have content throughout the week. Um, I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that you found this helpful. Um yeah please stay safe out here in these streets because i do not know what's going on it's actually raining and starting to thunder and storm um i don't know the name of the hurricane or tropical storm that's on its way starts with the i 
So, um, I think, I don't know. I, I really just don't know. So yes, have a good week. Take care once again and enjoy. And thank you for tuning in to Fake It to Fluency. Next week, we'll really start to get in deep on the methods in language learning. Stay tuned. Bye.